0: All right, welcome to another episode of More Happy Life with Andy Proctor. I'm so happy to have your ears once again on this station, this podcast. And today I just wanted to bring to you some really helpful tips that I have been using in my life that have been really helping. And uh, I have struggled a lot with anxiety in my life, um, especially just recently. And It's been something that's really been um, hard to describe, hard to explain to other people, and hard to deal with when... Uh, trying to hold a full-time job, trying to take responsibility of anything in my life, trying to have relationships. um, It just really can get in the way. And it all started maybe a couple of years ago um, after my wife was hospitalized uh, for an episode of psychosis. And bipolar, uh, diagnosis. And, um, I kind of started taking on the whole world in my own mind and it was really, really difficult for me, uh, to not know who to talk to. And so anyways, long story short, I started having, um, panic attacks, full on panic attacks. And, um, and then since then, just kind of a generalized anxiety and, uh, it's kind of like, uh, fear. If you've ever felt, if you've never felt anxiety, but you have felt fear, right? You're, when you're feeling afraid of something and there's an actual threat outside or, uh, outside of you, um, it's kind of like that. That's, you know, if it's like a real threat and you're afraid for your life, that's kind of how anxiety feels. But maybe you can, if you're having a panic attack, that's basically exactly how it feels. But generalized anxiety, it's kind of like that, but you just like turn the volume down to like three or two instead of 10. And so for the last little while, I've kind of been living with it about at about a, a three. So I wanted to just like share some things that actually are backed by science, as well as things that I've actually experienced helping me uh, through this kind of anxiety journey. Um, and, you know, <laughs> I talk to people about, uh, lately I've I've been talking to a lot of people about how, you know, To be a happiness expert or activist, you know, a lot of times people say, well, don't you have to be happy all the time if you're a happiness expert? And, you know, I would say that, you know, I do know a lot about happiness. I am a happiness activist and a lot of people have definitely called me a happiness expert and I am definitely not happy all the time (laughs) and anxiety is definitely one of the things that has... um, Cause me to to really not feel happy sometimes, um, or feel those positive emotions, because they're blocked by this fear, by these thoughts and emotions of discomfort and of threat. So here's some things that I think have been really, really helpful. And just a quick little summary of those uh, before we jump in to them. I just wanted to, uh, so for everybody who's just barely kind of tuning in and wanting to know what this is about. So there's five things, okay? So five things uh, that I really have have experienced ha- really helping me uh, to deal with real anxiety. Okay. So the first is embrace it, accept it, acknowledge it. The second is share your story. The third is, uh, the values challenge. Um, and like thinking about your values. The fourth is, um, actually an herb that I've been trying, uh, that's a natural remedy called ashwagandha. The fifth is this really interesting strategy called challenge versus threat. Okay. So these are all things that have been, there's been research has been done on them. Uh, lots of studies, uh, some from, uh, this book that I've been reading called the upside of stress. I've talked about this in a past episode about how to redefine your relationship with stress to decrease your stress. Um, and, Uh, And and really, it works for anxiety as well. So a lot of these things come from Kelly McGonigal's research on stress and anxiety as well. So I am going to just, yeah, jump right into these. Okay, so basically, the first one I want to talk about is embracing it and accepting it and acknowledging it. And uh, so one thing that I've definitely learned is when you're trying to fight fear, it's it's not very effective, <laughs> um, and because it's thoughts, right? You have a thought that comes in your mind. So, for example, um, you know, a lot of people who have anxiety, also struggle with this kind of these physical symptoms, right? And instead of having um, this physical symptom, say something about, oh, you know, oh, that's normal, or oh, that hurts, but you know it's probably going to go away or whatever, the thought comes into your head of, oh my gosh, like I'm going to die or this could lead to cancer or maybe I'm, uh, you know, having a heart attack or whatever. It just kind of blows it out of proportion. And, you know, I'm saying this right now and I'm not necessarily feeling those thoughts or experiencing any sort of anxiety or stress. Um, but when you're feeling it, when you're experiencing it, it's, it, it is truly really, really, uh, scary. Uh, it can be literally just terrifying um so you know i i just i think it's something that um it totally sounds counterintuitive right to embrace it or to accept it and acknowledge it so when you're feeling that when you're just at this like wit's end type of anxiety and you're just you can't bear that feeling and that thought inside of you i'd I think you, you just, you, you really just try to just embrace it. That sounds crazy. It it really does sound crazy. It's like, whatever, like, how do you embrace that? Um, but, but when I've had my worst panic attacks, um, probably the worst one I ever had was when I was actually driving on the freeway and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is, could have been, you know, the timing could not have been worse so uh but but embracing it and saying to yourself you're just acknowledging you're saying you know what i wow i'm feeling anxiety right now and and i'm feeling uh this this fear this this really difficult emotion and these thoughts are coming to my mind um, and just, just sitting with it, you know, and instead of trying to fight it because you're afraid of like, Oh my gosh, if I have this, it's going to make it worse. And then it's going to get worse. And then that's going to be the worst. And then I might die or whatever those thoughts however fast they go. You're just saying, you know what? Yeah, I di- I, I am, I am experiencing, uh, this feeling, this thought, this emotion, my, I feel this way and gosh, it sucks. Like, This is not, this is not comfortable and I really don't like this and just acknowledging it, you know, and I I think it, it really gives it a voice. I mean, there's, I think there's something inside of us that, and I'll talk about this in a second, um, with the share your story part, but, but I think there's something inside of us that really sometimes with anxiety is just unspoken or needs to get out and be expressed and be said. And so, you know, step one, I think is embracing it, acknowledging that it exists and just accepting it. It's really hard to, it, it seems really hard to do. It seems counterintuitive, but surprisingly I've, when I've tried it, it actually really does, does help. It really helps a lot. Second thing I think that's really important goes right along with this is sharing your story. So a lot of these things, right, so I've said this in the past with regards to panic attack and panic disorder or whatever. A lot of things um, that we don't say are, are things that I think can create this anxiety, this, this panic, this uncomfortable feeling and thought inside of us that something inside of us needs to be said and needs to be expressed. Um there's a really really beautiful movie with Will Smith called Collateral Beauty and uh he he basically it illustrates his kind of experience with trauma and I think he um he loses his child and I won't ruin the movie for you but it's uh <clears throat> it's a really powerful depiction of a really professional uh very you know just normal high-functioning human being i mean he owns his own company like it's extremely successful all the stuff uh who who goes into this kind of uh this this non-functioning mode to the point where his company's about to collapse and um and then finally he he acknowledges it i mean it's a really beautiful way that they do it they kind of dramatize Um, Or or personify these emotions fear I I, actually I believe it's love uh, death and pain I think it is and um, it's just wow it's so powerful and I and and One Republic wrote a song uh, I think for this movie that's really beautiful that's called um, Let's Hurt Tonight and or Let's Hurt or something like that um it's a powerful song, and the lyrics. One of the lyrics is, "You know, uh, let's say all the things that we couldn't before," and um, and I think that a lot of times is what really causes this anxiety to happen inside of us. Is this we don't share our story, we don't we don't we don't even write it, which I think writing can really really help, and we don't and we and especially we don't talk to somebody about it. I think, um, so I actually, I, I just, I mean, this is, a, this is a celebration, but it's also kind of a, um, just an acknowledgement of, and and also like a props for, right? Like a an encouragement for anybody listening to, if you are experiencing anxiety, you know, talk about it. And if you can't start by talking to your friends or family or, or somebody close to you about whatever it is that's inside of you, I would highly highly recommend going and talking to a, a counselor a therapist. I so I went in uh I think 6 months ago. I was just I was just it was too much. It was just too much anxiety. I was starting to really not be able to go to work very well. I'd go to work and I just would have to just go home because I was just overwhelmed with anxiety. Um and and I have I mean pretty high stakes. I don't know. I mean, in my mind, right. Like of things that I'm working on, um, things that I'm trying to push and really make successful at my kind of day job. And, um, I mean, it's a, you know, multi-billion dollar publicly traded company. It sounds really, you know, important or whatever, but it's, it's a great company to work for. I, I, I've really loved it. I've been surprised at how great it has been, but, but it, it was so hard for me to go to work and stay that I, I a lot of times would just like stay home and I would say I was sick and I would just literally take sick days because I had anxiety. And so, you know, I, I was just like, all right, (laughs) I, I just, you know, thrown in the towel, just saying, you know what, I need help. So i i I reached out to um i just started looking them up on psychology today uh which i think you can you can just any no matter where you are in at least the united states like you can just you can go to there and there's like a therapist finder on psychology today and the and you can filter by like location and all those things um to where you know you just are you know you can find a therapist in your area, which is really, really great. You can look at, you can filter by insurance. You can filter by types of things, by anxiety, whatever. Anyways, highly recommend that. And my story is that, you know, I went to that about six months ago. They actually had this like survey and this is just the one that I went to, uh, where they measured basically my levels of anxiety and all these different levels. And I (laughs) was, you know, I wasn't like really, really bad, but I was, I was definitely in an, in a, what they would say kind of a population or my score was above average in terms of how much anxiety I was experiencing. And, um, and my, and, and it was, it was, you know, I was like, yep, that's, (laughs) that's how I feel. (laughs) Um, and it wasn't so much that it was like uncontrollable, but it was bad. And so I went to this therapist for, um, you know, I actually went every other week and went to a coach on the other weeks, and it was great. And um, I was able to just talk, just tell my story, and just talk to her about, you know, here's what I've been experiencing. Here's what I've been going through, and here's what I'm struggling with. Here is something that I have no idea how to solve. Just getting it out there, right, just saying it can really, really help. And, I mean, there's tons of studies that show that. And, uh, my celebration is this, is that I, 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 this last week, um, I told her, you know what, I still definitely have some things I want to, I want to work through, but my anxiety has, I mean, it's, it's good. It's, it's on such a better level than it ever, than it was six months ago. And we even, before I even told her about that, I, I actually took this survey, service this exact same survey and just like. Not that you, like, pass or fail, but I, like, passed with, like, flying colors. I mean, it was awesome. I was... My anxiety was at an all-time low, which was amazing. And there's been a lot of really positive changes in my life in addition to, uh, you know, these things I've been trying. So, you know, it may not all just be that, but it was a really cool moment of realization that, wow, like, look at this. Look at this. So cool. So, so cool that this happened and that this was so helpful. So... Um, so share your story. I mean, I just started another podcast actually. That's, that's called Andy in real life. And, um, if you've been listening on, on this podcast, I'm really happy about that because this one's all about happiness and stuff, but that one, it's just, it's just my life and I'm sharing my story and it's not, I, I honestly don't really, don't really care if, if everyone listens to it, but it's, it's about, you know, it's just me. It's not just happiness. It's like, it's everything. Um, So, you know, it's really helpful to share your story. Talk to somebody about it, write it down. Um, You don't have to start a podcast to make that happen, but it's really important to share your story and it can really, really help. Um, Last thing I'll say about sharing your story is in the book called When Panic Attacks by um, David, uh, gosh, I'm forgetting his name right now, but When Panic Attacks, um, he talks about, one of the big things for a lot of people who struggle with panic attacks is that they haven't said something. There's something that they're holding in. So don't hold it in. Share it. Get it out there. Get it out there. Just do it. Okay. So the next thing I want to talk about, um, okay, This is actually the last thing I wanted to say about sharing your story just started a really really cool movement for actually as a part of my my day job um which is this really cool thing called 1000 words we just had our first event on tuesday uh, a few days ago and bringing in people to share an image uh and then tell a story about that image so you know a picture is worth a thousand words and like it's based off that kind of adage and the whole thing is about really inspiring people to share more of their story. So really important to share your story. The second or the, the third thing I want to talk about is, gosh, I can't remember the order I was saying before, um, but uh, <laughs> um, values. I'm just going to talk about it. I I've I've mentioned this before in the past. Uh, episodes. Uh, I'm trying to remember which episode it was, but you can just look it up in these podcasts. You can find the uh, the episode called um, uh, "Change Your Relationship with Stress," and uh, in that, I talk about this this concept, which Kelly McGonigal's research really backs up, which is if something is stressing you out, something is really bringing you a lot of anxiety take a step back and and look and see well first of all figure out um what your values are and if you want a list of those values go listen to that episode there's a pretty good list i actually read all of them out um in that episode about our values uh and like what do you value really really highly what would you what do you value so much that you would be okay with having anxiety about right I mean, um, just hung out with one of my really um old well, he's not really old, but an old friend, um from gosh, we we uh we were companions in our mission. Uh we lived together, which basically means we lived together for like a month and a half or two months or so, three months maybe. Um in chile we were like learning spanish together and like doing service and teaching people and stuff and it was really interesting uh time but yeah we were just like um we uh i guess i i was i was hanging out with him sorry this is a random tangent i was hanging out with him today and you know it's something that he, he brought his, his new baby um well, well he's an infant um super cute kid and uh and you know kids like raising a child a small child uh from from baby to you know whenever they leave the home like that's (laughs) that's stressful it can probably cause quite a bit of anxiety but if it's something that you highly value which i would say oh you know the majority of parents when they have their when they have a kid value that and and i was just talking to him about this of how like it's definitely been something that's changed their life uh probably you know caused a little bit of anxiety in some areas and stuff like that but or stress but he, he, he obviously they value this so much that that you know it helps them through that and studies have shown that when we when we remember what we uh value if we're if we are if you're experiencing anxiety or stress about something in your life. Uh, In that moment when you're experiencing it, try to ask yourself, is this something that I highly value? Is there something that I can attach to this that I highly value? And, And if there is, think about that. Think about that thing that you value. And studies show, I mean, and I would love to hear from you guys what you think about this and if this has worked for you, but this has definitely worked for me, and I, I talked a little bit more in detail about this. I actually shared a story of um, this thing I was trying to do. I I was pitching a, a, a new idea to a, an executive in the company, and it was pretty stressful because he was pretty oppositional about it. Um, and And I just remembered that I value. I value entrepreneurship. I value good ideas winning and I value being an innovator and an entrepreneur myself or an entrepreneur inside of a company. And so when I remembered that and I kept reminding myself of that, my anxiety level went down. So it was a really, really cool experience. So that's something that's really helped me. Um, so think about what values you have and remind yourself of those when you're experiencing anxiety. So the fourth thing I want to talk about is this idea of actually so the fourth thing I want to talk about is is this um <laughs> this herb. It sounds like a uh, you know, witch doctoring or whatever, but and and for a while I actually really uh, thought that too. Um, and I was actually, because I was, I kind of have health anxiety. Um, I was kind of afraid to try this, but, uh, just recently my wife just like got this supplement as a part of a probiotic and she's, we ran out of a different probiotic and it was the one that was there and it said, you know, mood helper or whatever on there too as an advertisement. And, um, gosh, I can't remember the brand right now, but it's the one that David Perlmutter, um, has produced and it's like the probiotic 50 billion guaranteed or whatever. And it also has this root called ashwagandha. It has a couple other, um, extracts in there too, like, uh, Alaskan blueberry or something like that. I don't know a few other things that are supposed to help with immune immunity, but ashwagandha is this kind of, um, adaptogenic, uh, mood. I don't know if it's like a stabilizer. It is an herb. It's not like it's FDA, You know, it's, it's like, I think they have to say something like this has not been actually I don't, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't know as much about this. This is a more recent thing, but I wanted to mention it because, because I, um, because I've actually been, I've, I've been taking this regularly and the volume on my anxiety has gone from this like kind of this low hum in the background constantly of about a three out of 10 to like a one you know, or sometimes a zero or a 1 or a 0.5. And that seriously makes all the difference. I mean, it's just, it's huge, huge. So, you know, it's an herb. It's not a, it's not like an SSRI. It's not a, um, you know, psychotropic drug or anything like that. It's just an herb. And, um, you know, I mean, herbs are real too. Herbs do a lot of the same things that, uh, naturally that some of these, Uh, synthetically produced, um, psychotropic drugs can do too. You know, I mean, mushrooms are (laughs) natural. Um, and, uh, I've never done those, but, you know, people have, have, uh, experiences with those that are very similar to a lot of the, the, um, uh, you know, psilocybin and whatever. Anyway, so not to get into that, but this has been a really huge it's I feel like it's been a huge game changer for me in the last like two months that I've been taking it it's just it's phenomenal it's really really amazing and I didn't notice how much anxiety I was feeling until I started taking it and I was like whoa this is what normal feels like <laughs> um so anyway so that's that's something that you know it's up to you I I leave that under your own discretion Uh, Look it up, do your homework Um, But ashwagandha I think it's spelled A-S-H-W-A-G-A-N-D-A Sounds like Something out of Black Panther Or something like that (laughs) Uh, Like, you know Maybe that's where Maybe that's where they got it Was from um, Wakanda Maybe they got it from Wakanda Out of the roots of the um, Vibranium I don't know. Anyways, okay, so the fifth thing uh, is this concept of challenge versus threat. Okay, so we have all these, um, you know, stressful things that happen to us that can potentially cause anxiety. And, (laughs) you know, I don't, I don't, I I highly respect you. If you're listening to this and you're saying, you know, I want to try to tackle my anxiety. And if you experience anxiety, I have so much compassion over you. Cause I I know what it's like. I hate it. It's the worst. Um, but a study that that uh, was done um, showed that people who looked at this anxiety and they and they tried to redevelop or reconstruct this relationship with the stress that they're feeling from a threat response to a challenge response. And I and I think this is the easiest way for me to kind of imagine this. So. When I was uh, – so, so, so just imagining running, okay? So I was a track guy. I did hurdles. I did – I was a sprinter. I did, like, everything on the track from – and this was in, like, high school and, and college. I, you know, I did everything on the track from a 100-meter dash, actually in the indoor, I did like a 50, a 55, um, all the way up to a 400-meter dash. One time my coach kind of – Trick me into, or you know, into doing like 800. That was the worst thing I ever did. Anyways, uh, as a sprint, at least. But I was a sprinter, and I was a runner. And every time I would go to start a race, I remember this, and I can, I can literally feel it in my muscles, like my muscle memory. Right now, if I if I were to just really think about this. At at the beginning of every race, I would literally bounce up and down and shake my hands and just kind of like wiggle and 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 kind of just really get the jitters out of I don't know if you've ever seen like um or, or not get the jitters out, but like get the jitters in. I, I'm not, I'm not sure if you've ever seen the zebras out there on, you know, on like those nature channels or whatever animal planet. Um, where they just like, brrr, like they, they just, they just like pulsate or whatever. Anyways. <laughs> and, uh, that's kind of what I did. I, I would pump myself up. Okay. If you've ever played a sport if you've ever had a, if you've ever, you know, been running a race, you have this kind of adrenaline that you're about to, that you're kind of trying to pump yourself up with. Okay. And there's studies that show that this, this adrenaline that you get at the beginning of a race or before, you know, you are about to uh, start a football game or a soccer game or some sort of, you know, competition or basketball game, whatever it is. Um, and you're just kind of pumping yourself up. You can feel your heart rate goes up. The adrenaline levels also rise. Um, there's even there's even uh, certain amounts of uh, cortisol. I mean, these are all the same things that happen in our body when we also are stressed. Okay? So we're, we're getting stressed, but there's a total difference between getting ready to run a race because you're competing against your own time, which is what the whole point of track is, right? And... Going and uh, and and running away from you know somebody with a gun, or somebody with a or 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 a, or, a, or a lion, you know, that's gonna eat you and you're going to die. Like if you don't run fast enough, so it's a totally different thing. So this is concept of threat versus challenge. So if you reinterpret this, and and the, here's the key. <laughs> if you are at your work and you're about to go into a meeting or you're about to give a public speech or a presentation, you're, you're not gonna you're not gonna get eaten by a lion. You're not gonna get shot by somebody, um, you know, some random person or whatever um, at your work. I mean, hopefully that's not the kind of work that you do. Um, but you know, so this threat response though is kind of what we default to. The stress that comes in our in our brains, the anxiety that comes when we're about to give this public speech or this you know, presentation at work or whatever, it feels like a threat response. And there is a way, if you just think about it, if you just think about this in terms of instead of it being a threat, having it be a challenge. What if I could make this an amazing speech and you're challenging yourself? And even if even if the people in the audience you think are just totally not the best audience um, and they and they're and they're total critics and they're contemptuous or whatever. Think about it in this way, like people who, you know, if you're about to give a speech, it's just an idea. uh, People who listen to or people who practice over and over and over. It's a numbers game. The more you practice, the better you get. So instead of thinking like, oh, my gosh, my life is about to end. This is a huge threat. You say this is a challenge, and if I just totally bomb this uh, <laughs> this speech, I've got this. I've got another speech under my belt. I've got another one of these public speaking engagements under my belt. And if public speaking, really good public speaking, uh, and developing your, myself as a public speaker is a numbers game of practice, then this is adding to that, and this is a great challenge. So think about that. Okay, the next time you feel anxiety um, try to see if you can reinterpret it. Tell your brain, tell yourself inside your head, this is a challenge. I'm up for this. Like I am worthy of this instead of it being a threat that like, what if this changes everything? What if I'm, I'm going to die? People are going to hate me, whatever. Right. Cause the social ostraci- o- ostracism, threat of social ostracism is a real thing inside your brain. And it's something that can cause the same amount of fear as, you know, running from a lion. So I hope that was helpful. I hope some of these things helped you. So just as a quick recap, if you're still listening to this podcast, so you guys remember, remember the first thing is embrace it and accept it. Acknowledge it, okay? Second thing, is so important to share your story. Write it down. Talk to somebody about it. Get a therapist. There's no shame in that. I've done it. Uh, so many really, really professional high functioning great people go to therapy i think everyone should uh the values challenge right if it's really anxiety producing what do you value remember that remind yourself of that ashwagandha is something that i've been trying lately and it's been extremely helpful i've I've noticed a very tangible difference in my levels of anxiety and i've kind of tried to weed out everything else and even yesterday I did it I didn't take it and today and and I was like wow like I can totally feel a difference Uh, and I love that it's natural and then the challenge versus threat okay so just remember all these things don't look at everything as a threat if you can possibly reinterpret it as a challenge do that your anxiety levels will go down and your strengths will be improved and increased so Take these things, share it with other people who've ever experienced anxiety. I hope if you ever have, that you can really try to use these tools to help yourself and teach somebody else uh, who really struggles with anxiety as well. These are backed by science. Uh, There's a lot of studies on so many of these strategies. And the most important study is the one that you do on yourself. And I've been doing this study on myself uh for gosh the last at least six months and of these things that I've tried, every single one of them have made a significant difference in lowering my anxiety levels. Am I am I fixed? Am I cured of anxiety? No. There's always gonna be something, right? Um and I, I, I hope that I can I can tweak my brain and retrain it to be able to get to the point where it's not so anxious all the time and i think i'm in that i'm headed in that direction i'm very optimistic about that but you know what these things help and they they work and they've worked for me and i hope that they work for you so thanks so much for listening uh and i really hope uh by the way if you're still listening you're amazing. And thank you so much for listening. And I and I want to just uh, do a quick little plug for my courses. I've been, I, I created some courses about positivity, about happiness, um, the basics of the science of happiness, uh, how to build your positivity playlist, uh, the basics of, of mindfulness, if you've ever thought about that, right? Um, and wanting to, to, to try to some mindfulness meditations. I've created some morning and evening routines that are backed by science for, uh, scientifically proven to increase positivity. Uh, and, a, a, a course as well about how to deal with negative people in your life, which is a really difficult thing to have, right? Uh, and to know how to do. I've made courses about all these things, and I hope that you can go check it out. If you go to morehappylife.teachable.com, you'll find these courses that you can take yourself, and I hope that you try them. You can you can right now. Currently, it's actually still in membership mode, where you can actually get all of these courses for nine dollars, um, which is nuts. Uh, or if you want to buy them, uh, and, and it's a monthly thing, so it's nine dollars a month. Um, or you can buy them straight up and have them for life. Uh, I think the most expensive course is like 49 bucks. So you guys, this is amazing. I hope that you go try it. I highly recommend them. I created them. I spent months doing these and I, I really, and I'm adding to them. I love these courses for myself. Obviously these things, like I've said about anxiety today, I try it on myself first. And then I share it with others and it's all backed by research. So I hope you go check that out. Um, If you're on Instagram, come follow me at more happy life. Uh, And, you know, if you want to hear a little bit more about my personal life, (laughs) go check out Andy in real life as well. It's another podcast I just started. So thank you so much for being here. And as always, I really hope that what I've said and what I've taught you today can help you in your life to have a more happy life. I really hope this episode helped you to have a more happy life today. If you enjoy this episode, share it and let me know by tapping the stars in the reviews. You can also find me on Instagram at MoreHappy Life or by going to morehappylife.co. Thanks for listening and see you soon.